Hello and welcome back to Chatting with Abby. Back for another segment tonight because when I recorded this morning, we did not have a verdict and now we have a verdict. So, apologize for the poor audio quality. I'm recording on my drive home. I just finished my Thanksgiving shopping, so I've got a turkey in my trunk. Um, But I have just been in such a good mood since this afternoon when the verdict came down. And Kyle Rittenhouse cleared of all five charges, acquitted. This kid has been through hell. Like, first, he barely survives that night Kenosha, right? Has to deal with having taken life, which under any circumstances is awful. Has to deal with the fear and the terror and and, and the, the awfulness of those situations. Turns himself into the police and then watches his life completely blow up as he is used as a pawn, as a symbol of hatred against the right and against gun ownership and all this stuff. Highly, highly politicized case this. Poor kid. Just barely an adult now. Holy crap. (laughs) I cried. I legitimately, like, tears streaming down my face cried. Um, Just holding my breath for each count on the live stream. And I know you can all relate. Almost all of you, I'm sure, who are listening to this, watched that video yourself. Watched Kyle hear the verdict. Watch him just break apart. Um, Watch weight of the last year and a half come off of him, watch him realize that he has his life back, um, that his life at 18 isn't, isn't over yet, and all of a sudden, what was a nightmare can turn into a dream, because he's famous now, and he's never going to not be famous, he, I mean, there are going to be people who hate him for the rest of his life, and there are going to be people who love him, and he's going to have opportunities, and he's going to be in danger, and he's going to have to be wise. Um, so let's just keep praying for Kyle that he he figures figures out what to do next. I know a lot of people have been saying that uh, he needs to, you know, his first step should be to just sue the shit out of um, everybody who defamed him, and if he wants to do that, then great. I could also understand if he never wants to see the inside of a courtroom again. Um, I could understand if he doesn't want to spend the next couple years of his life in further litigation. Um, and I would, I would think it was completely fair if he wanted to just earn his money through interviews, maybe write a book, who knows, um, and, and recoup his losses that way uh, as, a, as opposed to suing everybody. And I think that we need to remember... That even though this has been a victory for us on the right, that Kyle is no more our tool than he was the left's. Um, he's a he's a human being, and as much as we would love to use him to just continue dunking on the left and watch watch him soothe soothe the shit out of them and watch him make his millions, that might not be the best way forward for him. Who knows? Um, I want him to do what's best for him. I want him. I want him to be safe. I want him to be happy. I want him to be free for the rest of his life. Um, 
and I hope he has Jesus. I really do. Um, him and his mom and, and the rest of his family. I. This is such a huge victory, but their lives aren't going to be easy just because he got off. They. I don't know if they've already paid their lawyer fees yet or if they're going to need help with that. I genuinely don't know. Um, but it's going to be, it's going to continue to be a tough road for them, even with the joy of, of the acquittal. So let's keep praying for them. Uh, and then let's keep praying for Kenosha because violence has already been threatened there and elsewhere. Uh, in New York City, we have Mayor Bill de Blasio basically inciting violence. We have representatives, politicians, um, public figures all over the country um, suggesting in no uncertain terms that there's been a miscarriage of justice. Um, and, and if this were the summertime, I would say we are absolutely going to have riots. Um, and I think our only hope right now is that it's cold. And it's uh, really hard to like get out there for hours and just riot while it's this cold. So we're going to see what happens. Um, but let's, let's pray that we don't have the summer of 2020 again. Um, but wow, that judge, just a good old fashioned public servant. Um, wow. (laughs) I'm still, I still can't believe it to an extent. I I really thought that there was going to be a hung jury. And if not, my second guess was I thought that perhaps the judge was waiting until the last possible moment to call on this trial. I thought maybe he was waiting to accumulate as much reason as possible to call the mistrial. But I'm glad that he didn't, and here's why. Um, I know I know a lot of people were frustrated with him that he he didn't call it and call it sooner. But I think my best guess is that he. He knew it was such... He saw the prosecution's case. And he saw the defense's case. And I think that he had good reason to believe that Kyle would be acquitted. And if he had called a mistrial with prejudice, the entire left would have screamed that Kyle got off in a technicality. Um, this acquittal is is the best of all possible worlds. Where he's genuinely unequivocally cleared of all charges um I think that the judge was wise to even though he could have even though he had the right to even though he had the legal um legal right to call on this trial I think this is better um now there's so much you know now you can blame 12 people instead of one person for that decision and um we just gotta pray that this jury stays anonymous um, and and uh, that the judge and Kyle and his family and the jury all remain safe because there are a lot of people, even the small amount that I scrolled through Twitter tonight, uh, a lot of people who want them dead and a lot of people who want to see harm come to them. And uh, that's pretty scary. And I think, I think it's possible that all this blows over um, and that people just kind of are angry about this for a while and then give it 72 hours and they'll be angry about something else or this could be really really bad so let's just pray and uh be hopeful enjoy enjoy this hopefulness i i don't think i've 
ever in my life been so invested in someone else's story, someone else's story that I I never met. And this trial had all of the elements of a great story. Sometimes I was so engrossed in it as a narrative that I forgot that it was real. Uh, More than once I caught myself thinking, I don't want to go on Twitter right now because I don't want to see spoilers for the trial. Um... I want to watch it myself. I don't want to. I don't want to know what happens. And uh, I had to remind myself, Abby, this is real life. Like this is this is somebody's real life. Um, as as incredible as this whole experience was, and as much as I'm never going to forget it and all that, I don't know if I ever want to be so thoroughly dialed into a trial again. Um, just that it consumed my life. <laughs> these past couple weeks consumed my, like I wasn't really reading any books. I wasn't really watching any TV. I was just, just watching the trial, just listening to the commentary. Um, and it was really fun. I I mean, I don't regret it, but wow. Um, I'm curious, tell me in the comments on Twitter, um, was this the first trial you ever paid attention to? And if not, was Derek Chauvin's trial the first one you paid attention to? Um, I think it's interesting how much our society is becoming dialed into politics. I think it's a good thing. Um, I know it causes more division when people are paying attention, but I think it's really good that people are paying attention. Um, the problem with with courtrooms being so open to the public eye is that there's a certain extent to which media in particular, but, but people in general, um, that having opinions and tweeting and stuff like that, um, we're not the jury. It's not our job to determine, uh, whether, whether the person is innocent or guilty. Um, so there's a conversation to be had about whether, the eyes of the world in a courtroom uh, compromises the integrity of the trial or not and what that looks like um, and what that needs to look like moving forward because I think moving forward people are going to watch trials more. I think that people are going to pay attention more. I think people are going to pay attention to Ghislaine Maxwell's trial despite the media's best efforts to keep it out of the news cycle. I think that um, we we're just living in a different world now than, than we used to. It used to be you, you could only really find out about a trial if you read the transcripts, unless you were there. So, and, and now we have live streams. So, what a time to be alive, right? What a time to be alive. I hope and pray that Kyle is happy for the rest of his life. And that that's a good long life. And that he finds something good and productive to do. That he finds meaning and purpose in life he seems like such a good kid with such a good heart and something like this can really twist a person and I really hope that he turns out okay and that he is okay I know that he has PTSD right now Um, I think he either said it in testimony or said it in an interview that he was um, getting help for that and uh, I hope that he goes on to do something really incredible with his life I think he has a lot of a lot of potential so um, he's famous now. That's what he wanted, right? He's just trying to be famous. All right. Well, thank you so much for tuning in again. I will see you next week. Bye.